0: Howdy folks, you are listening to a special edition of the How Do You Do review radio program right here on CKUW 95.9 FM in Winnipeg, on Bell MTS Channel 713 in Churchill, Manitoba, on CHMR 93.5 in St. John's, Newfoundland and Labrador, and our new pals in Windsor, Detroit listening on CJAM 99.1 FM. My name is Joe Stover and I'm in Winnipeg this week and joined by best friend of the show Tim Friesen. Hey buddy.
1: Hey. hey. How's things? Uh things are going and uh looking forward to a fine summer here.
0: Yeah, well you're uh you are uh, for those that don't know you, you're um a music teacher uh, by by profession and also uh, a musician, uh a uh, playing Working musician by profession as well, um, so yeah. Any any big plans this summer?
1: uh well, one in particular, and that is uh, I am getting married this summer.
0: That's right. Oh, oh, I knew I was supposed to do something this July. That's yeah. that's great. Yeah. Well, that, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Apparently, uh, you've chosen somebody as your MC who's. Uh, uh I I heard he's he's very handsome. Number one, and I also heard that he's um. What else?
1: Well, I, I hear he plays a mean guitar.
0: Ooh, a mean guitar. Yeah. Pretty mean well. Wow.
1: Pretty mean guitar <laughs> and uh and writes a writes a good uh, country comedy tune. Well hey Boy, he plays with the Monday to Friday idiots. The Monday
0: to Friday idiots, that's right. Yeah. Wait of... a minute.
1: <laughs> oh it's you Oh yeah, it's, it's me ah it's you. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to it, <laughs> Tim. It's my uh it, it it's gonna be my MC debut. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I hope you knew that. What are you getting into, man? Well,
1: I thought I was getting you to, like, rap at the wedding. I, I said MC as in <laughs> you were actually going to be rapping. I have a, I have a DJ, and uh, it's mixing some beats, and I thought you were going to freestyle.
0: Well, it's a good thing you told me now. So now I, I, I have a month to, uh, so I can rip up the speech I was going to write, <laughs> and I can start. Uh, Putting
1: them into rhyme. Well, you don't just <laughs> reuse that. Just get work some more rhymes in there. You
0: know? here's a speech from the groom's uh, mom, and then here's one from the bride's parents, or something like that, I don't know.
1: Okay, it's, it's, this has a start, it's a start.
0: It's, uh, I better get to work. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you you folks don't need to hear any of that, uh, but it, it. I really love being in Winnipeg when it's time to record a show, uh, especially when Tim is available, because Tim, for those that have been listening to the show, know that... Tim has uh, not only uh, appeared as a guest on this show, not only has he um, contributed, I think it was almost 40 something dispatches, mm-hmm. musical dispatches uh, during the show, but you've also hosted this show several times.
1: That's right. Uh, I am a huge fan of this show and I, and I have always appreciated being able to contribute when I can and uh, yeah, uh, it's a great show listeners keep on listening
0: well thank you very much so kind of to um celebrate the fact that uh, we're being car- carried by another station cjm 99.1 fm windsor detroit i knew that you were a big fan of of motown and i thought why not uh why not chat about chat about motown maybe do do a bit of a a deeper dive because i know that you've got you know, you've got some good knowledge when it comes to, comes to the tunes and, uh, you know, where they come from. And well, um,
1: weirdly, I discovered Motown music from a, a Disney VHS that had 60s pop tunes to like uh, matched to like they made music videos uh, with Motown songs, and so I'd be like watching Goofy and all these different Disney characters. Uh, do these ridiculous things uh, in music video form to, like, um, Baby Love or um, uh, Stevie Wonder's For Once in My Life. And so, like, I I have all these cartoons associated with the first time I heard some of these Motown songs on an old 80s VHS. That is really funny
0: that you say that because I thought that I was the only one. (laughs) You know, I remember as a kid watching one of those Disney VHSs and there was, like, a... Uh, Stevie Wonder's "Uptight" yeah, was used yeah. as one of the soundtracks for for one of the the sequences or the yeah, cartoons or whatever it yeah. is. Oh, that's crazy! Yeah. Well, there you go.
1: Yeah, and then it was only uh, when I started researching musical history and reading about how big of an influence Motown was on the Beatles uh, that I wanted to know more, and then uh, then I became a little bit of a Motown nut in high school.
0: Yeah, well, that's uh, yeah, that's great. Um, and when I started. Hanging out with you, we met uh, back in 1998, 25 years ago, Tim.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we've been buds for, does it seem like 25
1: years? It, not at all. That's mm-hmm. wild. It was just yesterday, you know?
0: Just yesterday, yeah. And the, when I started hanging out with you, you know, you were uh, buddies with uh, with the whole kind of music crew who kind of became, came, became well, you guys kind of became my best friends, really. You know, Trevor Weidman, Tim Bannman, um Jeff Croker, all these folks, Jared Peters, mm-hmm. these folks that just had, uh, they listened to what they wanted to, not ju- not just what was, you know, playing on the radio and stuff like that. So you guys were a good influence on my, you especially, I will say, I'm sure I've said it before, you've been a very good musical influence on on me for sure. Um, so so when it comes to Motown, for, for folks that are listening that maybe only know of Motown as in just... You know Stevie Wonder or Smokey Robinson or the Jackson Five. What, what kind of uh, what started Motown? Like, how did that all kind of get going, and how how did Detroit become the the epicenter of that?
1: Well, I I think it's difficult to remove Detroit from Motown. It's and more or less one of the same. And they they moved uh, part of the enterprise to Los Angeles in. The late 60s, and uh, I think it lost some of its character, but part of what made Motown so great was that they modeled the record label, or Barry Gordy, who started it, uh, after the the car factories, the, the factory plants where they would push out these cars, so they treated... It much like that. It was a very efficient, uh, well-run machine, and they would be pumping out songs left and right with a lot of the same musicians as a backing band, the Funk Brothers, who didn't get enough credit in the day. There's a great documentary, "Standing in the Shadows of Motown," where they talk a lot about about the musicians who played on all of these songs, and uh, they were just a real. They were kind of a family. They were in the same house. Uh, that uh, I think you can still go see, and it's, like, it's like it's a like museum a, now. It's a museum now somewhere. Yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, they just really kept a pretty tight knit group that uh, allowed them to create something special that influenced musicians around the world, and then also got their like singles on the charts left and right, like throughout the '60s into the '70s and, and '80s. Uh, like kind of dominated throughout the '60s, in particular.
0: Well, like you said, it was like a well, well-oiled, efficient machine, mm-hmm. and um, you know, kind of, kind of like Detroit back then. There was, it was up, 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 up. There was, there was no stopping Detroit back mm-hmm. in the day. So that so yeah, like Detroit and and Motown really are uh, synonymous with one another for sure. So to that end, I think you've picked a really cool tune to start this uh, this program.
1: Well, this is uh, a kind of a deep cut from one of the first uh, Motown artists, but also songwriters, Smokey Robinson, who uh, Barry Gordy discovered, or I think uh, was uh, introduced to, Smokey Robinson was introduced to him, and uh, he had books and books of song lyrics, and Barry Gordy really helped him to focus that into to some songs. And uh He's still uh, writing music and playing today. He has an album out right now uh, with a somewhat uh, innuendo-filled title. It's called Gasms, and uh, uh, the song uh, is much like the title. Uh, It's worth checking out. We're not going to play that one, but we are going to play a song that he wrote uh, in 1968, um, and it's called I Care About Detroit.
0: Very apropos, so... Here is Smokey Robinson and the Miracles on the How Do You Do Review, CKUW 95.9 FM in Winnipeg, CHMR 93.5 FM in St. John's, Newfoundland and Labrador, and CJAM 99.1 FM, Windsor, Detroit.
2: There are many reasons why one cares about a city. Why you care about its problems, its people, and indeed its very future. Is it friendly, warm, hospitable? And are there good job opportunities, educational facilities, and a cultural center? Are you proud to call it your hometown? When you come right down to it, i bet you to say you'll all agree to a resounding yes when you're talking about Detroit, my hometown.
3: In Berlin, you heard it's CKUW, FM, Winnipeg. I still a house a house of stone, a lonely house, cause now you're gone. Seven rooms, that's all totally it is. Seven rooms of gloom. I live in with empty without your. Tea. Tell me.
0: Four Tops, with Seven Rooms of Gloom from their 1967 album, Four Tops Reach Out, before that R. Dean Taylor with There's a Ghost in My House, spooky. which was a single released in 1967 as well, and we started that set off and the show off with Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, I Care About Detroit, also a single from 1968. Tim, tell us
1: why you picked those songs. Uh, There are two uh, Motown songs that I don't think are super popular, but uh, that have featured in mixtapes that I've made and playlists. Um, I made a Mariachi ghost playlist where I found songs that uh, were about ghosts, but didn't really have anything to do with the band. (laughs) And I remember playing it for them and they're like, this doesn't sound like Mariachi ghost music, but uh, it is a song about a ghost in the house. And uh, after somebody leaves, you know, there's, there's a ghost in my house. It, it, it sounds kind of spooky, you know? And then the next song was also a little bit spooky, Seven Rooms of Gloom, uh, after, you know, the person that they loved is, is gone. Uh, and uh, this song inspired or was one of the inspirations for uh, a song that was released on the How Do You Do review called This House Hurts, which uh, the title uh, was... Uh, created or come up with on the spot at a Corn Raymond show where he said, uh, here's a song title. Uh, anybody in the audience can take it and do with what they want with it. And so I came up with a song, uh, during the pandemic called this house hurts. Uh, but I needed some other inspiration and I was partly inspired by seven rooms of gloom by, uh, I think it's Holland and Dozier, uh, uh, Lamont Holland and Dozier and, uh, sung by the four tops. Um, uh, but also uh, Burt Bacharach song called uh, "House Is Not a Home," which have a similar feel about talking about mm-hmm. the emptiness in a house,
0: oh, especially after uh, you know when it when it was so full and
3: yeah.
0: and um, and I think I think Motown does a pretty good job of of that pumping out those you know the the lonely tunes you know mm-hmm. you know Baby I Need Your loving. that's a that's a just one of the songs that comes to mind where you know it's a lot of a lot i mean Motown has a lot of you know celebrating being in love songs mm-hmm. but it also has a ton of oh baby I miss you you know where have you gone mm-hmm. songs and um yeah the, certainly the last the last two songs we heard there's a ghost in my house and seven rooms of gloom kind of kind of have that but it's not but they're not like it, they're sad lyrics but Motown always just had that I guess, yeah. like an upbeat uh yeah you know, if you weren't listening to the lyrics you could be like you know strutting or skipping down the street listening to
1: <laughs> yeah, certainly
0: to stuff like that and yeah. um there, there's one song obviously the uh the Jackson 5 was one of the biggest uh, well-known acts mm-hmm. and and they owe they owe a lot to uh to Motown for sure mm-hmm. and I think I'm gonna play a song one just oh, kinda, kinda came right? one just kind of came to my head uh, I I can't recall the title hmm. right this minute, but uh, but how about how would I play it? Why oh. don't I pretend just that I know it and then I can tell I, you I and think, the others. I
1: think that I am thinking of the same it. song. Yeah. It's it's in my mind right now. Is uh, it, uh Is it is it
0: in your mind, listener?
1: Is it maybe tomorrow or? Well, I don't know. I think I think you'll have to
0: you'll have it to Might listen. be something else though. I think it's something else. So we're going to go ahead and play that right now. Okay, and, here it is. But it's not the it's not the one that you're probably thinking of because the most popular, uh, one of the most popular Jackson 5 songs, obviously, is I Want You Back. Yeah. It's not that song, which is a great it's song. It's not ABC. So. It's not ABC. No, okay. no, I think.
1: Well, what is it going to be, listeners? So you'll just have to find out.
0: And we're going to find out right now on the How Do You Do Review, CKUW 95.9 FM in Winnipeg. What <laughs> do
1: listeners in Radio Land. This is Twin Fiddles. This is Gordon Stobie, JJ Guy, and you're listening to the How Do You Do Review on CKUW 95.9 FM in Winnipeg. We're excited to be on the show. Over the moon. <laughs>
3: Such crime.
0: TV Wonder there with a, a song about Saturn. Yeah, outer space man. Outer space man from the great album, the uh, the 1975 songs in the key of life. The song that ended up uh, or the album that uh, um well we'll get into that how it how it links up with uh, with Serita.
1: Yeah, uh, for sure.
0: Right, so that that's the first song we heard, but but we'll get there, and we'll 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 link it up as as we usually do on this show. Uh, before Stevie was Marvin Gaye, "Mercy, Mercy Me," the ecology, and that was the original Detroit mix you heard from another famous album, 1971's "What's Going On," and that. Uh,
1: well, you know, before that we heard uh, from Sarita, mm-hmm. or. Uh, Sarita Wright, uh, Stevie Wonder's ex-wife, who co-wrote a lot of his early 70s songs with him. Uh, And Stevie Wonder actually produced her first solo album as Sarita, and uh, a song that he also released on his album Music of My Mind. And uh, it's the song I Love Every Little Thing About You and she does a great version of that tune and this one features more prominently a drum machine that sounds pretty sick and <laughs> it's ridiculous
0: like if you throw the if you if you're listening to this program and you have your bass turned up
1: yeah. that would
0: just be like what is this
1: yeah it sounds super cool in the speakers and and uh, Stevie's playing some some clav on it like he usually does and uh, it's very well produced track i think it's better than the Stevie Wonder version of it on music of my mind uh, um, but, uh, yeah, sadly, I think they divorced around that time. And uh, uh, But uh, I think he still continued to work with her and, and record, and uh, they maintained a friendship. She uh, sadly passed away. Uh,
0: passed away back in 2004. hmm Yeah. Um, and uh, – oh, and then before that, uh, the start of the set – was uh did I don't know if you guessed what the Jackson 5 song I was talking about was but if you did kudos kudos to you. I yeah. did, I I forgot the title so I couldn't have even I, guessed I it if I wanted to I
1: weirdly thought it was a song called Maybe Tomorrow which was the title of the album that the song came from yeah which was Never Can Say Goodbye and I also uh briefly thought that that song was sung by Mariah Carey but no she sang uh, what was it yeah uh,
0: uh, I'll be there. Yeah. Right from from her uh, from her unplugged album. Yeah, that's which right. was which was yeah which was because I remember you were like, "Is are you sure it's not?"
1: Yeah, this I thought song? she did a version of that weirdly, and, but no, this was this is a is a good Jackson Five song, and weirdly, he was 11 years old when he sang that song.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's definitely some early Jackson Five, and yeah, and what pipes and no, and 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 you had uh, mentioned during during the break too, like. When we were trying to figure out what song, Jackson Five song it was, and you're like, "Was it Ben?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> the song about his rat that uh, sadly was uh, murdered, I think. Mm, yeah, by uh, his dad. Yeah. Oh, Joe.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: Joe. So such a sad story.
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. it's sad all around. Poor Ben. Yeah. Poor Ben, but uh, but yeah, so but Serita though mm-hmm. that that album you. you mo west Mm. so were they so mo west is the label per se that it came off of they were obviously affiliated with motown were they technically legally affiliated with motown how did Mm. how did mo west come from motown
1: well I, i think uh much to the displeasure of uh, some of the, uh, like, funk brothers and some of the people who were fairly loyal to Detroit, Barry Gordy started uh, a studio in L.A., brought some of the musicians over and some of the artists like Marvin Gaye over. where He recorded uh, What's Going On in L.A., um, but uh, he started a subsidiary label label that was uh, still on Motown called Mo West, featuring... Um, Artists that branched out into to styles that wouldn't have been classified a, a Motown sound, uh, the Detroit sound, uh, and they featured rock artists, and uh, even Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons recorded an album on Mo West. There's some great music, and it was collected in a compilation. I think it only ran from 71 to 73, and I think Gears were switched back to more... Towards Motown.
0: Well, it was short. It, yeah, it was the the L.A. I don't know if you want to call it an experiment because there were some good albums that that mm-hmm. came that came out of it. But um, but I think the whole the the Mo West or moving out to L.A. kind of came from the riots mm-hmm. in nineteen sixty eight when, um, yeah, I don't know if it was. There's
1: was a lot of tension at that time. A, a
0: lot of tension and yeah, like that's that's something I'd like to to do a little bit more research into. You know, like what. What was behind that? You know, like obviously, L.A. things were.
1: I think the, some of the riots started after the death of MLK, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: well, the, yeah, big, big time tensions. Well, mm-hmm. my my mother uh, lived in Windsor as a kid in the time and remembers seeing the the, the smoke from across mm-hmm. the Detroit River. Yeah, yeah, back then, so yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's there's there's so much into the in into the riots that I I certainly. Mm -hmm. need to know more of most of what I initially learned about the riots came from song Mm -hmm. Gordon Lightfoot's black day in July. Sure. Sure. Um, and of course I'm a, I'm a big Detroit Tigers fan and I, there is the stories of, of Willie Horton, a Detroit Tigers ball player that actually went down to the site of the riots in his uniform, trying to get, trying to get some calm. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. there's a movie that came out too, some time ago, like recently, like within the last, I don't know, six years or something that depicted some of the riots and Mm. some, definitely something to learn more about something that folks in the Windsor, Detroit area. um, I'm sure know about, or at least had, they have connections to it. They know about the stories and, and things like that. So obviously Motown being, being there at the time. um, Again, that's something that you can, Again, compare with the um, like the, the the synonymous relationship that Motown and Detroit had because as Detroit went, Motown went too, right? Mm-hmm. So when Detroit was going through struggles in the late sixties, Motown picked up shop and and went out west before yeah. like you said, before they came back.
1: Yeah. And I don't know if they ever completely went away. I think the offices still stayed in Detroit. But uh, yeah I, I really don't think you can move remove the Detroit from Motown it's still uh such a predominant part of the story
0: and they're still kicking like yeah. there's still a an active label
1: yeah yeah
0: right on yeah. um we we've got about oh we've probably got time for two songs I bet we could squeeze in yeah yeah so uh do you got one queued up or are we gonna just uh this push play.
1: Well, should we see what drop? We were t- kind of talking about uh, playing just deep cuts, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I I think one that popped into my mind that is a hit that I, I remember from the uh, Sister Act soundtrack is Ball of Confusion, okay. but, uh, the, which I always think of not only the 60s, but also our mo- modern era with social media and with all of the craziness. When things get a little nuts in our world, I think of Ball of Confusion. Well, I think uh, it, yeah. I
0: think it's appropriate. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and listen to that right now. And the How Do You Do Review, CKUW 95.9 FM in Winnipeg, CHMR 93.5 FM in St. John's, Newfoundland, and CJAM 99.1 FM Windsor, Detroit. One, two, one, two, three,
3: four. Ah! Strange place. People moving out, people moving in. Why? Because of the color of the skin. Run, 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 but you, run, but you sure can't you hide.
4: To free. Rap
3: on, brother. Rap on. Well, the only person talking about love, and brother, is the preacher. Teacher. And it seems nobody's interested in learning but the teacher. teacher. Segregation, determination, demonstration, integration, aggravation, diminishing, obligation to our nation. <laughs> In the sky. Our city's a in the summertime.
2: No, the beat goes on. Well, now listen. evolution,
3: revolution, gun control, the sound of soul. Shooting rockets to the moon, kids going up to soon, Politicians say more taxes will solve everything. And the band played on.
2: Wise. Every stranger is yours
0: lives are shaped by what we love by odyssey which came off their 1972 self-titled album tim what can you tell us about odyssey
1: uh that band was on the uh mo west label that we were talking about earlier a subsidiary of motown that existed from 1971 to 1973 based in los angeles an attempt by barry gordy to reach some new fans from Motown and branch out into like folk and rock and and country and and just uh, expand what uh, Motown was.
0: Well, Odyssey certainly seems like the group that was like the epitome of that effort.
1: Yeah, certainly.
0: Yeah, really, really cool. And before that, The Temptations with Ball of Confusion.
1: That's what the world is today.
0: And that was released as a single back in 1970 and and again, very, very apropos as to kind of what's going on everywhere you look.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would say so.
0: You got the forest fires burning. Detroit and Windsor are, are I believe, the worst. Some of the worst air quality in the in the world right now, with mm-hmm. uh, with the thick smoke that, that they're getting. I think it was like an eleven. I don't know what the uh, what the scales mean. I know that one is good, mm-hmm. and I think three is not good. <laughs> and windsor and detroit we at an 11 and that's hmm. uh that's not great um and i mean we don't need to go on and on about what's what else is going on in this goofy world because all we got to do is look outside really i suppose yeah. but you're tuned into this program which means that you've been hopefully able to put that stuff just on the back burner just and enjoy some uh, good tunes and stories about uh yeah. of uh, you know a bit of a, a Motown primer. We were trying works.
1: to think of something that could close this show in a little bit more positive light, and we were thinking about some of the things that uh, shape our lives. Uh, uh, we're kind of shaped by the things that we love, and one of the things we love is radio. Yeah. And uh, that's why we're still doing these shows, why Joe is still doing this show, uh, and has recently got back into the How Do You Do review. Yeah,
0: it was uh, had a had a good little break. Needed to to step away for about uh, three months or so. But what a what a recharge! So and this was it shows like this that that definitely are big reason why I love radio. Tim, thank you so much yeah. for joining us today, yeah. and uh, I'm sure we'll bump into you again in the future. And good luck with your wedding this summer. We'll oh, see thank ya. you. We'll see you there. Yeah. All righty. The How Do You Do review is produced for and by CKUW 95.9 FM at the University of Winnipeg and was recorded this week in Winnipeg, Manitoba. The show is also lovingly shared with our good friends in St. John's, Newfoundland, CHMR 93.5 FM and CJAM 99.1 FM in Windsor, Detroit. We're out of time. Go to our website, howdodoreview.tumblr.com.
3: Check out the podcast, all of that. See you next time.